Blended. Welcome to Marketing Blend. That's right. I am back. Back with a new episode because it's a new month means I get more data back or I get the data from what I had last month back. Anyways, I'm back. That was a lot of back in a couple sentences. I really should stop that. Anyways, I'm your host, Brett Dice, so let's get on with it. All right, Twitter is actually testing out a few new things. Uh, not only that, but they also have a live video channel now, so you can watch stuff live, which is going to be interesting for businesses, especially for big events, uh, big sporting events, anything like that. Uh, this could be a new interesting thing for you, which is great for Twitter because Twitter also needs just new things coming out. So people will be talking about them again and actually, you know, go to it because I like Twitter way more than I like Facebook. Facebook to me is just, it's, it's the worst. And that's coming from a professional and a personal side. I just don't like it. I don't like what they're doing with it. I prefer Twitter because I think Twitter has more value than what a lot of professional marketers will tell you only because we're looking at it the wrong way. But I'll get into that a little bit later. But the new stuff besides the new live channel is also they're testing out for, well, you know, personal pages, brand pages in general, saying, hey, look, you have, you know, taking this long to talk to somebody. So it will tell you how long it takes a company to respond back to you so you can kind of get a feeling of, well, do they take forever or do they not take forever? Are they actually, you know, pretty on it and will they wait a couple days to actually get back to you or not? That's another thing. They also have added a featured tab. So it'll actually show you the latest feature for what the brand or the popular personality has actually said. So they're just testing this right now, but this could be interesting for businesses in general because it could, you know, actually give us a little bit more insight, a little bit more of having people see featured things, especially if it's big news that we want people to know about. It's a great thing. Plus, it will probably help a lot of brands actually get back to people in a timely manner and not, not take days to actually get back to. Sometimes brands aren't the best at getting back to people. And so that little badge should be an incentive to, for brands to get back to people. Because, I mean, if people really want to know an answer and you can't get back to them in a timely manner, they're not going to like that too much. They're probably going to go to someplace else or someone else to actually get what they're looking for. So just be on the lookout for that. You've been warned, brands and small businesses. This is this could happen. Could, I say, because we don't really know. They're just testing it out right now. All right. It looks like Google has, well, it's closed many inactive accounts on July 4th. Yes. Happy Independence Day. If you haven't used Google AdSense in a while, it's, it, it's closed. They closed it for you. Yes, unfortunately, Google has done this just because of inactive accounts. Now, it's weird that they kind of haven't, well you know, notified people about this and give them kind of a little bit of a warning prior to this. They just kind of decided to shut them down. And I understand that um, a lot of businesses, especially in tech, do this because, you know, save resources, not have to, you know, store all those accounts, especially if they're not really used anymore. But it would be kind of nice to actually get, you know, a little bit more of a warning before this happens. But you can also reactivate it if you need to. And if you are the person listening to this going, what's AdSense? Well, AdSense is a way for you to make money through Google's uh, advertising programs through YouTube and um, just your website in general. 
Um, it's an all right platform. They don't really give you kind of guide like guidelines for it. They kind of I just had problems with it. It's been really difficult to get it on my site and I've just not been happy with it. Especially trying to get an answer from Google is just awful nine times out of ten. Or you just never really know why your website's not being accepted. It's just some things I just don't like about it. But other things I do. Alright, it looks like and you know, we're just gonna get right into Facebook. Facebook has updated its messaging platform to, well, to, you know, help out people and brands in general. So the, f the f thing that brands need to understand is that there's a rating system now. So developers can get feedback from people and they can see the one to two stars and, you know, get back to them via email and make sure that they understand through their bot dashboard because the thing that's hard is to understand why people don't like or like a specific product if you don't have feedback and so that's great they also have quick replies so there are up to 10 dynamic buttons to align with messages that will help automation of the conversation also persistent menu uh account linking so business can connect to their customer accounts with their messenger accounts by opt-in only uh this is just to kind of help you know not be overloaded by all that stuff uh this is mostly for users benefit not for the company's benefit but i understand that part and then content uh the updated messenger platform supports new content types such as audio video images and files so we can upload anything yay and mute control so you can mute bots just like a standard conversation with friends which is also a really great thing because if you find the bots are kind of just nagging or just spamming you can finally just mute them now for branding side and just businesses, this is great, especially for the analytics side of it and understanding what people like and dislike. What I would like to see more is what apps do and app analytics do is where the problem relies on where you'll kind of see a hit and where people just drop off and don't use it anymore and kind of tweak that a little bit more. I'd like to see a little bit more of that in the dashboard as well. Um, the persistent menu is a great thing and the quick replies is even better so you can have more replies for people so they can get the right answer for them as quickly as possible. Um, mute controls, well, hopefully they'll add that into the analytics and seeing where people start muting, where it becomes annoying because that, that will probably be the biggest indicator of where, when it starts to become annoying. Content, well, I mean, you can just do just about anything you can do on Messenger, you can do on Facebook, and vice versa. Uh, is now becoming more robust platform, and like I said before, I'll be talking a little bit more about the future of Facebook and where I see it coming, because it's going to be quite different, and I have a hunch on where they're directing or leaning towards, and it's not going to be Facebook what it is now. Anyways, that's just... I'll, I'll share it with you a little bit later, but we're moving on to more Facebook news and not only now you can just like your favorite nonprofits, you can also give to them. So Facebook is allowing people to donate or you put the donate button to share their favorite nonprofits. You're like, hey, this nonprofit is really awesome. You should donate to them. You can now finally do it on Facebook. So for nonprofits, this is another great way of raising support now because it's not just only going to be going after donors and doing these big huge events now it's going to be trying to find the best strategy through facebook and even though i still don't like facebook very much because of a lot of things they're doing so far this is another avenue for it so 
nonprofits, look into this. Make sure that you are trying to do fundraiser rounds, not only through uh, donor support, but also through this and just average users and just ask people, hey, just give a couple bucks. We don't, we're not looking for amazing amounts of money. If you just can only give a buck, that's all you can give. We'll appreciate you and also share this as well. This will probably be the best way of doing it. So make sure your content's great and you're doing that as well now because that's probably gonna be the best way of raising more support nowadays. All right, now last week, Facebook talked about how they updated their newsfeed and how well they care more about the user and how this is for the user's benefit and blah, 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 blah. Usually it's just kind of marketing speak all the time. And I do a marketing podcast, so that's why I know it's marketing speak. Uh, but the thing that they really, really hit upon is that businesses are going to get the short end of the stick again. Yes, I've said this before and I've said it again. Facebook does not care about your business. Facebook does not care. It only cares about its business, and that's fine. And before people go, well, you're being arrogant. No, I think that's fine. But the problem is, and I've seen a lot of arguments for this, is, well, the arguments kind of revolve around how all media companies never allowed uh, businesses to talk to their customers for free. And I said, granted, you're right to a certain extent. First of all, media or those types of places have never been free. Never. And that was already laid in the foundation of the groundwork. Facebook has changed this. They first was like, yeah, go ahead, talk to your uh, users or followers as much as you want. We won't, you know, curtail your organic reach whatsoever. We don't really care. Just do what you got to do and we will just help you out as much as we can. And I mean, helping you out, just give you robust tools and all this other stuff. Then they start to flip it a little bit and going, oh, we're going to release this new edge algorithm and you're going to get the short end of the stick again. And then the short end of the stick again. And then the short end of the stick again. And so instead of, hey, we really want businesses to be on here because we really need them just as much as users, it's becoming, hey, we don't really care about you as much because we got so many businesses on here. So pay us to talk to your own followers because that makes so much sense. And so my problem here is that Facebook really should just get rid of their algorithm. Their algorithm sucks. It's it's awful. They can tout how great it is all they want, but I would like to be able to see what I want to see without Facebook interfering with it. I get it that they're trying to curate and make sure that you're seeing your friends and family first, but you already have a priority button. Just use that instead. I don't understand why you have to do both. I don't understand why I don't have a choice in it. I get it's your own business, but seriously, the reason why I stopped using you so much is because of that. I don't know what you're showing me. I don't know what I'm missing. I would like to see everything and, you know, dictate what I want to see and what I don't want to see. The problem is, is that Facebook is saying this, it's for its users, but really it's just trying to get more money out of businesses and be like, hey, you want to, you know, still get to all your followers? You got to pay us more type of a thing because we're going to start diminishing that. To be honest... Where it's going to go is you're just going to have to be paying for to reach your followers soon. That's just all it's going to be. It's going to be a paywall, and that's how it's going to be. Facebook does not care about businesses. As much as it likes to say that it actually does care and how it's trying to look out for users and businesses, it's not really looking out for businesses at all. It doesn't care because it knows that it can do this because it's top dog right now. But like I always said before, that always can change in an instant, and you could not be that, and then you'll have to come crying back to those businesses that <laughs> supported you for so long. Uh, 
Now, with that, I'm going to be talking about, well, a couple different things. One, recently, I keep on seeing throughout the net is this whole thing of how Twitter is just a place to link dump everything. And yes, the, the data is conclusive about that. We post a lot more links on Twitter than we post on anything else. Now, people are mis-equating that as, well, it's just not that great of a place anymore because all you're doing is, well, shoving people off to another site. Well, first of all, Twitter is a microblogging site. So basically what it is is that you're sharing information anyways, and it's hard to share a lot of information on such a short amount of content space. That's 140 characters. You can only share so much in that space, even with all your finagling of the English language and cutting off, you know, letters, making sure it kind of sounds okay. You can only share so much. And so that's why sharing links can give you a better way of sharing ideas and full thought out ideas, except instead of this whole, I'm going to share just this message without the context behind it. And so people get upset and then there's the Twitter roars and then all this other stuff. Now you can share polls and it also is a really fun thing to do as well, plus with gifts. So you can do that too. And I also thought about this actually today. You can also do like bite size um, stats where you share s uh, single stats in different pictures. You can also do that as well, which I haven't actually seen quite yet, which will be interesting to see share like 58% of whatever, whatever, whatever. And I just didn't really want to make up a stat, so I just did whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, but you could do that instead and do bite-sized little stats instead. And you can do that that way, plus bring them over to your website. But the thing is, is that if you're trying to share information and you only have 140 characters to actually share it, well, you're not going to share very much with it. So yes, people are going to be sharing other websites to actually get them over to this other place. That's what Twitter is there for. It's not really there for making these profound thoughts like Facebook can be, but even then, Facebook routinely says that the shorter the sentences or just the post is, the better it is. So, in a sense, people aren't really reading that much anyway, so it's going to be all video anyway, and all that other fun stuff. But, links are the most shared as well on Twitter. It's also shared a lot with pictures too, so you also have those two kind of dynamics with it as well. So I don't really understand why a lot of the professionals, and I'm not going to say that there aren't professionals because they probably are really great professionals, are saying that this is not a great site. It actually is. We're just misidentifying it because we think it should be like Facebook. And I don't want it to be like Facebook. I think Facebook is awful. And I will keep on saying that. It is an awful space. It is an awful space for businesses to share information because we get shoehorn into this you gotta pay to actually get your message across and I'm like no you were you used to be where it's it was free to do it and we could pay if we wanted to amplify it which I'm fine with amplifying it but when I have to reach my own users and I have to pay for it that's so dumb so dumb should not even happen and I don't understand why it's doing it that way now moving on to uh, Facebook in general what I see actually Facebook becoming is more a messenger focused thing. They already just redesigned the messenger to actually have a home page. And people have not actually been talking about this so much, but I'm going to, I'm going to let you know a little secret. Facebook is going to become a messenger. That's, it's going to be its primary platform. Why? It's more popular than Facebook. Yes, I know Facebook is a billion or more people on there, but they've already force people to actually download and use Messenger if they want to message people. It has a home screen. It has uh, group 
tabs as well. It has bots. It has ways of contacting your friends through just messengers. You can also do, and like I said before, group ones as well. So I'm imagining that, you know what, we're, we're going to be seeing Facebook transitioning over to Messenger, and what we see Facebook now is going to become irrelevant, to be honest with you. I don't really perceive Facebook as it is now being what it is five years from now. I actually see it being coming more and more of a Messenger type style social network and leaving its roots because that's what Facebook does. It doesn't really need really that what it is now. Um, I see it becoming more of a hub for you to share things and it will still be around for a while, but I don't really see it becoming what it is now. Like there is a live chat on it, but I can see just transferring it over to Messenger. Uh, videos transferring over there and then people just share it virally through that way instead of you just posting and hopefully someone will view it and it will go viral somehow um, and that will probably be through a lot of advertising instead of actually just organic oh this is awesome it's oh you should check this video out uh, sponsored post that type of thing so I'm kind of seeing more of that we are in an age of transition for social media it's not gonna be the same as before i'm hoping facebook well i don't think it ever will die just because of it's solidified its dominance and it's in so many different things that it's not going to go away anytime soon so it was smart in that way of diversifying itself but i don't think that what we see in facebook right now will be it what it is forever um I know Facebook has been saying, hey, you don't need a website anymore, just come over to Facebook, which I highly disagree with that. No, don't ever put your hope in Facebook because it will screw you over, especially for a business. It will screw you over and it does not care if it screws you over. So do not rest your laurels on Facebook to provide you with a website because it will change and it, will, it won't be in the favor of businesses. Seen this time and time again, it's not in the favor of businesses anymore. I know that back in the Zynga days, it kind of was in favor of businesses, and then it saw how it, just the spamming was allowed out of control, and it could have limited that. See, I always say that Facebook's problems was Facebook's fault, because Facebook did this and allowed this to happen for quite a while and then decided to change its course, and that's why Edge came about, but even though the Edge algorithm's kind of dead, it still kind of lives on to the algorithms they have now, even though the I still think the algorithms are awful, horrible, and doesn't really allow me to see what I just want to see and let me decide what I want to see and I have to give it to the Facebook gods, Facebook arbiters, and Facebook gatekeepers. And I'm just not in favor of their business practices, especially against other small businesses and medium businesses in general that don't have the money to actually spend on a lot of advertising dollars to actually get their message across. So you see a lot of failed posts that don't actually do anything because they can't do anything. And you're like, well, you just got to be smart about advertising. Yes, but you also shouldn't have to heavily rely on that when you could just as easily have something moderately successful on Twitter or even Pinterest. Because you can get moderately successful on Pinterest with no money. I have built... And it's now almost 11,000 followers on Pinterest with no money whatsoever. I have uh, over almost 70,000 loops on Vine. No money advertising spent whatsoever. And so that's why I have a problem with Facebook. Facebook 
has eventually became a media company that says, pay if you want to reach your followers. Even though in the beginning we were okay with you doing it for free, we're now going to make you pay for it because reasons. And I get it's a business and I get it's trying to appease its shareholders, but you, you Facebook already makes a ton of money on advertising. I don't understand why it's got to do even more. Maybe it's really scared about followers leaving, but it's already been really going that way where we're starting to use it less and less and less and that trend's going to continue it's i'm going to say that trend's going to continue i now favor linkedin and twitter and pinterest and vine over facebook i'm fine with instagram a little bit i'm not i'm not huge instagram like um evangelist i guess you'd say but it's pretty good. I was not in favor of the algorithms, but once again, it's Facebook, so you really have no choice, and they think they know better than us because it's Facebook, and they think they know their users better than they know themselves, and to some point, they probably do. So I favor different uh, platforms than Facebook. I also favor YouTube uh, just for just getting a lot better video content. I mean, it's starting to get better on Facebook, but I just prefer YouTube in general. I guess I'm an old dog that way. I prefer YouTube. Even though I do use Facebook to upload stuff, I just really just don't see value in it anymore. I see less and less value. People are like, but it's the biggest one. Is you have the best potential of reaching your customers. Maybe, and that is a possibility, but the possibility of it being a reality that you actually reach even one-tenth of those uh, users is kind of untrue because you like I said before you're gonna have to spend money to actually get to those followers and you have to spend money just to reach your own which is completely and utterly stupid like I understand the whole reach other people beyond your users or followers and that's fine that they completely understand that but when it actually has to be to reach your own followers you have to pay us that's where I start to go that doesn't make any sense like why would they want why would they follow me and not want to know what I'm up what I'm uploading what I'm updating what I'm doing why would you not want them to see that I don't understand that part and that's always confused the heck out of me because it's made no sense whatsoever I know the marketing professionals before me were like okay with it but I've never been okay with it I'm always critical of Facebook and I'm always going to be critical of Facebook because I can be critical of Facebook I'm somewhat of a user. I kind of post maybe once a month now on my own personal page. I don't post that often anymore because, like I said, I see no value in it. I'd rather post interesting articles on Medium, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, even Google Plus. Heck, I'd rather do it on there. Uh, post stuff on Pinterest. Try to do as many videos as I can on YouTube. I'd rather do all that other stuff than do it on Facebook. Like, I don't want to do Facebook because I just don't like what they're doing. And that's just a personal professional thing. I do think, and going back to my original thing, is Facebook is not going to be what it is. In about, I would say, five years, it's going to be, it's going to transition into Messenger, and we're going to see more of a fragmented Facebook because it's going to have to change. It's going to have to be different. And the fragmentation is what's going to, what Facebook wants to be. It doesn't want to have an overload of, well, messages and posts coming. So becoming more messenger like is going to be the best thing for facebook in the long run and i'm okay with that i'm okay with them pivoting and transitioning to that instead of just keep on 
penalizing businesses for updating their profiles because reasons because well it's reasons is money it's not reasons it's money it's definitely money and so that's why it's going to be it and i'm fine with them pivoting to a more messenger type platform and it's going to work out really well for them if they do it that way now you could say it's not really going to happen but you know to be honest with you it's going to happen i see it happening i see more usability and more function and more future into the messenger platform than i see in the regular facebook platform i don't see much Right now, I don't see much of a future with that platform. That's my opinion. You can share yours in the comments below if you want to. All right, moving on to things you should look out for, especially for marketing. Uh, there is a new-ish that's coming to the States, I should say, but the most popular Snapchat competitor is called Snow. It's a Korean Snapchat clone, and it's very, very popular in Korea. And if you have a very dominant uh, demographics, especially in the uh, ethnic like portion of it, and it's more of Asian descent, you may actually want to look at Snow and see if you can actually do something with it. But it's becoming very popular. Uh, it's on Android and iOS. And so I think at least for marketers, you should at least attempt to like, try it out and see what it's all about and see if your brand could eventually be on this. Now, I'm not saying you need to be on it now or you need to be on it in the near future or ever. But at least look into it. At least try it out for yourself and see if it's actually useful. And that's all I'm saying about it. <laughs> all right, there is a new, um, a new way of sending out emails or marketing emails called Send Pulse, and this allows you to send emails, SMS, push, and SMTP, and it's all for free. You can sign up, and it will use well, it will use AI and algorithms to figure out the best days, times, ways of reaching your customers. So you should try it out, it's for free. I'll put it in the show notes, called Send Pulse. And the last one, it was announced yesterday that Skype is doing Skype meetings, and there are two tiers of it. Now, there is the free Skype meetings, which allows you to limit the number of meetings, which is also great, and it's up to 10 people on the free one. There are also URL invites, which allows you to send the URL so people can, you know, get into the meeting. Super easy, it's free. As I said before, so that's another great thing. You also have the ability to do it on any device, PC, Mac, iPhone, iPad, and Android, which is great. It's versatile, probably the best thing you can do for meetings, especially for meetings, is be as versatile as you can. Yes, there's no Linux, and I'm sorry my Linux users, but I mean, Linux isn't that big of a market share anyways, so you're not really gonna see very much support to that. I'm not saying it's a bad OS, I think it's a great OS, it's just, not very much people use it. It's a little difficult for a lot of people too. There's also screen sharing, so you can you know share files and you have control over it. Built-in IM, so you can send instant messages during meetings and offer new ideas. PowerPoint uploads, which is another great thing to actually kind of see PowerPoints and see kind of just you know data analysis and all this other fun stuff that businesses do. Whiteboards, so you can draw, draft, and edit together and custom built accessories. So meetings with uh, certified USB speakers, HD cameras, blah, 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 blah. Now there's a premium feature for Office 365 uh, business plan. So you also have Office apps, you have scheduled meetings with Outlook because it's Microsoft's email client. So of course they'll do it to their large meetings. Now this is the biggest one. You can have up to 250 people in one meeting, which would get really hectic. 
So I don't really know why you would have that many people, but you can. Maybe you just want to do it for fun. I would do it for fun once and be like, yeah, yeah, we got nothing done. Nothing done whatsoever. Best meeting ever because we got nothing done. But usually that's what happens in meetings anyways. Anytime I am, so start a conversation with instant messages and turn it into a video call or keep it just as an I am only. Another great one. And also collaboration tools. So record the meeting, take polls. There's another great thing. Run Q&As and, and add attachments to your meetings. So if you're looking to do webinars, this probably would be a really great option for you. And also has online storage, uh, up to one terabyte and reliability administration. And so you got guaranteed 99.9% .9 uptime, which is <laughs> pretty substantial guarantee. I hope they keep up with it. And then 24-7 uh, support as well. So if you're really looking for the next um, meeting program for you and you just don't really don't want to go to go to meeting or you don't like Google Hangouts, this could be a good one for you, especially the free tier. I mean, up to 10 people. I don't think you're going to get more than 10 people in a meeting anyways because 250 people, that's a little cray-cray. But the Skype meeting broadcasts and a way for you to just do webinars is advantageous for that as well so that is marketing blend for today i know i went a little bit more ranty than i've done before but i, I feel like uh should be talked about especially for twitter and facebook because facebook is the behemoth it is the giant monster in the social media sector and it doesn't really need to be talked about especially where it's going because it is going in an interesting different paths and i still see it going into a more of a messenger style path instead of what it is right now but that's my opinion what's going to be your opinion share it below and i will try to get back to you as soon as i can i swear i talk to people it, it, it's fun all right anyways that is marketing one for you and make sure that you follow digital coffee at twitter and digital co77 ee uh, facebook digital coffee podcast google plus digital coffee podcast instagram digital coffee podcast Vinydigital.coffee if you are a gamer. That's where I post all short little snippets of either my gameplay video or trailers that I like. So it's a really fun thing. Uh, you can follow my personal Pinterest page at uh, DeisterB. Just find me there. I post a lot of different uh, infographics. So if you're looking for a lot of different information really quickly, really easily. I have everything from like how to make coffee to how to do an interview to a whole bunch of marketing and social media stats. So if you're looking for a great resource, that's the one to go to as well. Uh, and then just, you know, if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon. And also follow uh, Digital Coffee on YouTube at Digital Coffee Podcast. All right, guys. I'm your host, Brett Deister. I hope you guys have a great day. And tune in tomorrow for Gamers Cafe where we go through all the gaming news. All right. Bye.